0: EM Board Bombs Now, here's Drs. Iltafat Hussain and Blake Briggs
1: Welcome back to another EM Board Bombs podcast where we continue to drop podcast board bombs Hey, this is Iltafat Hussain joined by Dr. Blake
0: Briggs What's up? We've been dropping bombs since 2018 Boom. You said that with such just assurance. Knowledge bombs. (laughs) Knowledge bombs. All
1: right. Hey, this is a continuing series of a collaboration we have with our friends at ASEP, Peer Board Review. But it's a bit of a twist. Uh, The question module series that we're doing with them, it's a part of their ASEP Peer Cert. ASEP is modeling their Peer Cert Plus questions after the ABEM writing process. They're creating questions to mirror how emergency physicians manage specific presentations in everyday practice. Hmm. Hey, Doctor Briggs. For every ten to fifteen minute episodes we drop, we like to say what? What's our motto? Come for the stems, stay for the content. It's like the subtitle, you know. So if we were like mm-hmm. a store shop, it would say EM board bombs, and then underneath it would be the subtitle. you know, Come for the stems. Man, stay I kind of wish. Content. I kind of
0: wish we had a Merc store.
1: Oh, maybe we need to start that up again. We need to start you
0: that. Up. Yeah, we'd sell coffee too.
1: Of course, of course. Uh, well yeah that'd be complicated yeah we'd, we'd get the beans have someone else roast them though we could do it i think we could hey you can find us on twitter and instagram at em board bombs i think we've got over like ten thousand combined 10 15000 followers like something like that
0: Something of like them don't fact check us don't yeah don't
1: just just don't just <laughs> take what we say as as truth just as you know every single episode we've dropped more than 100 episodes right <laughs> don't 130 130 episodes that's amazing. Yeah, that's a good kind of preview yeah. into our other podcast series, our premium podcast, EM Rapid Bombs, where we dropped even <laughs> more than that. More than 200 episodes now there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you like EM Board Bombs, try the premium podcast we have, EM Rapid Bombs. It's like the TikTok version of this podcast. That's what folks like to say. We prepare you for boards and clinical practice, so don't just you know waste time studying just for boards. You know, do the, Do the same. I overheard someone the other day saying how it's hard for them to sometimes just sit down and knock out questions online. And that's why they love listening to our pod, because they can be doing all different types of things and still learning. We've got over 200 podcast episodes on EM Rapid Bombs. We drop two to four minute long episodes to high yield EM knowledge in general. It's like question answer format, so we sear it into your memory. We have a trial option on EM Rapid Bomb. So if you want to try it out for 24 hours without really committing anything, You can do that now. You can access the website on emrapidbombs.supercast.com. You can look at the show notes as well. Hey, Dr. Briggs, let's jump into this topic. Let's do it. Here's the question. You are at a medical conference discussing better management of patients who present to the ER with headache and whether or not imaging needs to be done. You hear a Canadian accent behind you as a fellow conference attendee states, Well... I don't know about you guys, but in Canada, we have the Ottawa subarachnoid hemorrhage rule. You both look at him and say, (laughs) tell me more. After he tells you about the score, he quizzes you by asking the following question. He would. By the way, they don't say a boot that way. That's like an urban legend, but I said it anyways. I apologize. Anyways, which presentation would require further evaluation according to the Ottawa subarachnoid hemorrhage rule? A, 35-year-old with new-onset acute severe headache. B, 78-year-old presenting with new-onset headache. C, headache reaching maximum intensity within 45 minutes. Or D, severe headache without a history of recent trauma. What's the correct answer, Dr. Briggs?
0: Correct answer here is going to be choice A, 78-year-old presenting with new onset headache.
1: Boom. Hey, I love this rule. It's pretty awesome. I mean, granted, it excludes a lot of folks, but it can also prevent a lot of (laughs) (laughs) CT imaging. It reminds me of PCARN a bit. It does. It does. You know, it just, it simplifies things a bit.
0: Hey, so let's quickly review subarachnoid hemorrhage and then the Ottawa subarachnoid hemorrhage rule. So subarachnoid hemorrhage is a terrifying relatively frequent cause of intracranial bleeding. And it has a significant level of morbidity and mortality. The subarachnoid hemorrhages make up about 10% of all strokes. So you're going to see this. You're going to see it relatively common in your career. So the quick review here of presentation is that you're going to have sudden, severe headaches in about 97% of patients, right? So this isn't the patient class that comes in and says, I've had a headache for a week. You're not dealing with that. Nope. This is a headache, wow, maximum onset doesn't really matter what side the headache's on it can be unilateral bilateral who cares nausea and vomiting are quite common loss of consciousness in about half of patients and then seizures which are very rare but if you see them arguably the most concerning symptom if present early on but the key here is a thunderclap headache and by thunderclap we're thinking maximum intensity in about one second sounds kind of silly but when you're talking to patients at least how i ask it is when i say hey how'd your headache start and they say it was really sudden i'm like was it like sudden like where i snapped my fingers sudden or was it sudden what were you doing and you know sometimes you'll separate patients that say oh well it was, it was like over an hour versus patients that say no it was legitimately i was cooking you know cooking or washing the dishes or watching tv and my headache was the worst thing in my life that ever just happened uh, but don't ever ask patients if they're having the worst headache of their uh, life. It doesn't. Uh, I, hate when, I hate when residents or students do that or other doctors uh, just because it, it doesn't mean anything. It, there's no likelihood ratio increase to say if you're having the worst headache of your life, you know, everyone's going to say something different. So try to use qualifiers and descriptors and ask open-ended questions. Never go in the room and just say, are you having the worst headache of your uh, life? <laughs> don't get me started.
1: When, when it, it's like this patient's having the worst headache of their life. Did you ask them that or did they tell you that? You know? yeah let's just lead them on you might as well just say
0: hey you're you're also having chest pain aren't
1: you oh don't don't get me started and that review system for <laughs> oh.
0: hey carrie t- tell us about the ottawa is the right who ever drew
1: i'll never forget the patient i had that came in for pelvic pain
0: or tell us a story
1: <laughs> i'll never forget the patient came in chief complaint pelvic pain got turned into stress testing the next <laughs> cardiac stress testing
0: I had a patient a few weeks ago that came in for a, a trach dislodgement, and you can imagine that was a little oh, bit yeah. intense. Yeah, sure. um, intense moment in the ED that required some intense airway management. And everything turned out okay, but I go back to sit down at my desk for the first time, and I see that a nurse or a registration has typed in the chief complaint in the EMR, and it says sore throat. <laughs> Oh man, it's a bad case of strep throat. <laughs> right. Hey, tell us about the Ottawa Subarachnoid Hemorrhage Rule, please. All
1: right. So uh, after that diversion, um, <laughs> the Ottawa Subarachnoid Hemorrhage Rule—it's a validated clinical decision tool for evaluating patients between the ages 14 and 39 presenting with 14 days of symptom onset for new onset severe a traumatic headache i will say you know hey this is the auto group has a couple different rules they have the ct head rule which is very useful Mm -hmm. ctc Mm -hmm. spine rule which is very useful they have the ankle rule which is never used but uh, (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying it's never used Uh, dr briggs do you use the ottawa ankle do you use, no let's be honest.
0: Med students ask me about it all the time. God, I
1: love it when they present that. And what I do is I say, hey, look, we're not going to be using that rule. We're just getting that x-ray. But but hold up a sec. Let's talk about the Ottawa CT head, Ottawa, you know, like the CT neck. Let's talk about the subarachnoid, you know, hemorrhage rule, right? So they, although they don't use the word Ottawa in some of those rules I mentioned, it, most of those rules, they came out of that same Ottawa group. Anyways. So what are the cutoffs in this rule? Well, we don't want you to memorize it because you don't need to, and you can always look it up online while on shift, but we need to mention it at least once. So here are the key variables that you need to know, and if any of the following are true, then you cannot rule out subarachnoid hemorrhage, and you need to consider further diagnostic testing. So age greater than or equal to 40, if the patient has neck pain or stiffness, if there was witnessed loss of consciousness, if there was an onset during exertion, a thunderclap headache, or limited neck flexion on exam. So that if they have any of those variables that I mentioned, you need to consider further diagnostic testing. So for me, at least, the way I think about it is age, if I've got a patient who's less than 40, I immediately think, okay, maybe I can apply this rule. And then if they hit any of those other variables I mentioned, then I know that I need to at least consider uh, further testing. It's not pigeonholing you into getting testing, rather it's saying you need to consider it.
0: Yeah, the best part about this rule is that it helps you remember all the features of what you're concerned about for a patient that possibly has subarachnoid hemorrhage. And so the cool thing about this is that you can Use this rule on shift, and you know, I tell the students or residents like, "Hey, look at this rule. You don't have to memorize it, but here are all the symptoms or signs you should be really concerned about." Now, the key is here: the instructions on this rule, specifically the Ottawa Council, High, the Ottawa High Council of Clinical Protocols. I think that's what they're called, right? They make all these clinical protocols. <laughs> sounds they, so grand. <laughs> I know it sounds so awesome. They say it's by a consortium, right? From our last episode, or consortium. Con- as wait, you say.
1: we need to figure that out. Some-
0: We've already figured it out. There's not a debate anymore. Okay. So you should not use this rule. You should not use this rule, and this is pretty obvious, in any patient with neurological deficits. <laughs> I just have to say it, even though it's obvious. Neurological deficits, any patient with prior aneurysm or prior subarachnoid hemorrhage, any patient with known brain tumors, those are all easy things to remember. The last one that may not be that easy is anyone with chronic recurrent headaches.
1: That sounds great, And here's a key thing. The Ottawa subarachnoid Hemorrhage rule rules out subarachnoid hemorrhage with sensitivity of 100 percent when applied correctly. That's pretty amazing. This tool should be applied to appropriately aged and neurologically intact patients presenting with new, severe A traumatic. That's key, so no head trauma or fall within the past seven days, those types of headaches. The Ottawa subarachnoid Hemorrhage rule evaluates appropriately aged patients for neck pain or stiffness witness loss of consciousness, onset during exertion, thunderclap headache, so you know pain peaking within one second, and limited neck flexion on exam. If none of those signs or symptoms is identified, sensitivity for exclusion of some arachnoid hemorrhage is 100%. Again, pretty amazing. The key part, though, is specificity is only 50%. So again, just 15%. So the tool should not be used to definitively diagnose subarachnoid hemorrhage.
0: Right, absolutely. So the first incorrect answer was choice A, a 35-year-old patient presenting with new acute headache. That is an appropriate candidate for the Ottawa subarachnoid hemorrhage rule. Notably, an acute presentation is defined as presenting within 14 days of symptom onset. Another choice here was choice C, headache reaching maximum intensity within 45 minutes. Well, again, this is A patient presenting with headache with a maximum onset of pain within 45 minutes is an appropriate candidate for this rule, provided that they meet the age requirements. It's really important here that the max onset of pain within one second is considered a thunderclap headache and is a criterion for moving further with evaluation within the Ottawa subarctone hemorrhage rule. Lastly, choice D stated a severe headache without history of recent trauma. The patient presenting with a severe headache without known trauma is an appropriate candidate for the Ottawa subarachnoid hemorrhage rule, provided that they meet the age requirements. Notably, the, quote, no known trauma, quote, distinction includes no history of head trauma or fall in the seven days preceding symptom onset. All right, let's wrap it up.
1: And that's it. That's another board bomb delivered or just general life bomb delivered. So hopefully you've got... Another risk decision tool that you can add to your toolkit after listening to this episode. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at emboardbombs. Our website is EMBoardBombs.com. Check out all the cool handouts that we have. They're just, you know, really one to two pages long. You can access them during shift. We've dropped over 200 episodes on EM Rapid Bombs. That's our premium podcast. You can access that on emrapidbombs.supercast.com or look at our show notes for that. You can do a trial subscription to that as well if you just want to check it out. Anything else Dr. Briggs?
0: That's it. We'll see you next time and more bombs.
1: See ya.